welcome to Generally Casual, the place where you can learn anything and everything casually. My name is Michael, and join with me as always is Richard. Hello. My brother. Hello. Do you like the deeper resounding bass in my voice? No, I can't ever get that. I'm all nasally all the time, so. Mm, well, that's what happens when your voice is very stressed. Oh, yeah. My, when I'm sick, I can get nice and low. Is My voice has been very scratchy, and it feels much better just to sit very low <laughs> in yummy, my yummy. voice. Um, so it is technically November as of this recording coming out. Yeah, release date. Yeah, November 2nd, I believe, is out. I don't remember. Uh, November something. Whatever that Wednesday in November A is. single digit November. Um, it would be the 2nd. Oh, okay. Perfect. Because Tuesday's the 1st. Yes. Uh, and we decided that we would check out something that we haven't normally checked out, um, <laughs> is we've done food before, but in this case we haven't done, uh, offshoots of food. Well, offshoots to us. Yo, oh, yeah, that's what I mean though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in a delicate process of describing this, it, this is, uh, food traditions that are across the country. So... We all know that for Thanksgiving. Yes, for Thanksgiving. Um, we all know that United States was founded by many, many, many different types of people. Um, it's a melting pot. It's a, it's a melting pot. Yeah. Um, and as those uh, different types of people settled, we would then many have, different cultures yeah, and peoples. cultures expanded, and that's also how uh, I guess New York is like a perfect place where they have like little Italy and uh, other places like that. Uh, in California, we have um, we have a little we Italy have Chinatown. Here too. <laughs> we have oh yeah, we do. We have Chinatown. <laughs> we have Japantown, and we have a little Italy. And um, we have a Koreatown as well. Oh, we do have a little Italy. It's this. It's, it's in downtown. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> and so like, there's all these. I mean, just like uh, how in Britain, uh, there's a massive amount of Indian culture there. Um, yes. Because they actually don't know the history I, on that. We have but to look that up. We'll look that up a different Another day. Another episode. But like, there's a lot of Indian uh, cuisine there because yes. there's just a massive influx of culture. They do they do take out Indian better than like everywhere else does. That's actually really funny because I've heard that about Britain. That, that's like we, their we, thing. We, that, yeah, it was like yeah. it's like, do you need this type of food? Come here, eat yeah. this. Eat this here, and you can probably get it to go very easily. Yeah. Um. And so we wanted to highlight the fact that you know not for not for everybody is the traditional like oh we have turkey and casserole and uh, blah 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 and blah. stuffing and yeah and, and cranberry jellies yeah it's the cranberry jellies I mean that's actually like most of the traditional food and pumpkin uh, pie right there actually weirdly i don't think pumpkin pie is a traditional no, pie. i don't think so that's um, a, like a a autumn yeah an autumnal pie so uh we're going to this is kind of gonna be listy maybe a little bit of short episode um where we're gonna kind of target different places i'm gonna have probably lots of questions because some of these things on this these lists i don't know what they are oh that's perfect i can sort of explain them if i remember them that's perfect <clears throat> so i'm gonna uh i wanted to start first by uh analyzing or seeing and seeing if you can guess what types of food these are from the past Thanksgiving yeah. uh, that people used to make before they were more cultured cuisine-like. Because um, <laughs> okay. all of these are disgusting. Um, so these well, yeah. are past Thanksgiving food. You might have seen this floating around the internet at some point. Uh, the first one's called Cranberry Souffle Salad. 
Well, uh, in general, anything with salad probably has jello of some kind in it. You'd be correct. Uh, souffle, I would assume, has egg. You'd also be correct. Uh, in which case, it probably just looks like a big old dome of cranberries, eggs, and tuna, maybe? You are... I don't know about the tuna. Oh, okay. Uh, but you are eerily correct, except throw it in... Uh, was a bunt uh, a bunt pan? Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The circular one, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bunt cake, the one that looks like a like a half donut. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And then you flip that thing over, and you have this weird pink mush. Yep, that sounds right. And it looks awful. It looks awful. It, it uh, from the videos I was watching, it was like consistency was awful. And they used to make this. I think back in a lot of these foods come back from like the fifties, fifties and sixties. Yeah, forties, yeah, fifties, and sixties. Again, salads before cuisine. Uh, I will say... I think that's where the great melting pot... We could probably do an entire episode about salad. Because salad, in terms of what we modern know as salad, is completely different than what was yeah, that, like 50 years ago. You salad. know what's really funny is this is usually plated <clears throat> on top of just greens. Yeah. And I'm like, that's disgusting. It's, they got rid of the actual yeah. salad portion and just had the greens. Because this is what salad, I think, used to be called, too, mm-hmm. which is greens. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so these are partially inspired from a BuzzFeed video that oh, I watched. Of course. Yeah. Uh, the second one is called an orange mallow yam bake. Well, how is that different than like t- t- a traditional um, sweet potatoes? Because that just sounds Oh, well, like... that's interesting, Richard, that you bring that up. So what would you imagine? How is this different? Uh, well, orange mallow, I would assume, is orange marshmallows. Mm-hmm. And then yam bake is just in a... Uh, yams in a casserole dish okay so you've got one important thing wrong is this is almost identical to the thing that you know as a yam a yam bake which is yams sweet potatoes with uh, marshmallows on top okay except that you put in diced oranges what why and the resulting flavor of which is very jarring yeah You basically just take the entire dish and then, which is a savory put dish, right? Orange yes. flavor in it because it's like basically yams, butter, and marshmallow are the essential ingredients to it. Well, especially because sweet potatoes have more of a subtle flavor to mm-hmm. them, and the it's usually the marshmallow and the, like the brown sugar that fuses that, all together. Yeah, yeah, and that's what brings up like the sweetness so, in it. But it's kind of savory too. Yeah. So at some point, someone was like. <laughs> You know what we should do? Let's add a bunch of acid to that. Yeah, let's add some acid to that <laughs> just for a jarring taste. And I'm sure, like in separate, in, in in separate parts, it's like okay, I can see. But someone probably just went orange and orange, I, and then put probably. <laughs> I was gonna say, I would assume at some point someone was like, slicing oranges is too much work, so I'm just gonna add orange juice to this instead. I can guarantee that happened. <laughs> Which is even worse because probably back then they probably just put Sunny D in there. Yeah. Uh, It's just terrible. Yeah. Uh, And to go along with these lovely, delicious foods, uh, they would make what is called hot Dr. Pepper, which (laughs) I don't really remember. There was a few. There's like a few slight changes to just. Oh, heating uh, up Dr. Pepper. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say there's no there's no alcohol in it, though. No, 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 no. Uh, they have done, I've seen in a couple of videos of them doing like, uh, uh, like Coke jello. Ah, uh. that's the same thing as like the salad, but it's usually, and I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. Like soda cake, I think is what it was oh, yeah, called. Yeah. Soda cake is a huge thing. Yeah. yeah. Because you would use the soda instead of the, uh, I think it's butter. 
something. It, it, there's a there's a key ingredient that you can use to make soda cake if you're missing something. Got it. Um, and you substitute so, soda instead. So then the purpose of hot Dr. Pepper is literally just to reduce the carbonation and make it a syrup again? I mean, it's no. You just heat up Dr. Pepper. Oh, well, the, what's the point? I mean, to consume it hot. It's supposed to be like a seasonal drink. <laughs> um, and I believe, I, I don't really remember. I think it's like maybe you add in just a little bit of cinnamon or something. But I don't really remember. It's essentially just heat up Dr. Pepper. And hot funnily prune enough, juice. And funnily enough, uh, the video I was watching, they like people were 50-50 on enjoying it. Because it's just hot soda. But yeah. if you think about it, like... If you okay, soda hot could be refreshing. Well, that's the thing is. Although I really like think, soda cold. Well, and that's the thing is depends on the temperature of the soda. If you have it like ice cold, the um, tingly bits from the carbonation. If you have it at like room temperature, it almost feels like as the same sensation as a hot temperature. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Um, so this is absolutely a very ancient thing. Um, but I'm not surprised. Um, the Dr. Pepper website suggests that you heat the soda to 180 degrees in the stovetop saucepan and then pour it over a thin slice of lemon. Okay. 180 degrees. So that's literally hotter than the safety measurement for chicken. So, yes, meaning you can consume, you consume chicken. The safety temperature for consuming chicken is 180. 60 degrees, I believe. 160, 65, I think, something yeah. like that. So they want you to cook it hotter than that which, to consume it. Which we would say, oh, well, you boil water to make hot chocolate. But uh, I've never boiled soda, so maybe that soda has a higher boiling temperature than water does, but that doesn't really make sense. I mean, I, I don't maybe. know. But it's interesting. I wonder if exactly what you said. It becomes a little more uh, sir- syrupy, syrupy because it's heated so. up. Because it's reduced then. You're but then actually... you pour it over the lemon so that the acid of the lemon breaks it back down? Maybe. Because in essence, the the moment <laughs> that you reach boiling temperature for water, right? The moment you reach boiling temperature for water, that means that it starts reducing because yes. then the... Then the uh, water itself is starting to evaporate out of it. Yeah, I just I I wonder if that's a, like a very old thing. I I don't doubt it. Uh, that no. is from the 1960s. Oh, that's not even that old. Yeah, yeah, and it's 180 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's a uh, oh yeah no that's, that's like that's hot that is hot yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you that, drink that right when it comes off the stove, you're gonna scald your mouth. So we're working our way to what may be a replacement dinner. And we have spam birds. I uh, spam birds is actually just a really simple thing. I think it's a it's spam shaped in a bird. It's no, it's like it's like a U of spam, and then in, in the U you put like I think some veggies, and that's like it. the letter U. Yes. Okay. So it's like a taco, taco spam. Oh, you put some toothpicks through it, and like there's stuff in it. I, I don't really remember exactly what was in it. Um, spam taco shell with stuff inside of it. Yeah, uh, a spam bird. It oh my god, it's so old looking. Let me uh, see a picture. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I I gotta. Uh, where is the mi- served with garden peas and fried candied sweets, like candy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? No, no, no. Candied sweets. Yeah, what? Like I, I th- that, that's like sweet corn. I don't, I don't know. Oh, 
It's definitely not actual candy. That's why I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, it. Yeah, it looks like a like a meat roll. Yeah. That's highly strange. Just, especially because nowadays uh, spam is very heavily influenced by Asian cuisine. So seeing how spam was used back then, I I think is back to grossness. Yeah. Spam now, actually, you can do so much with spam now, uh, like marinating it and a bunch of other stuff. Like I said, if you look up a ton of different current recipes for spam, it actually is pretty darn good. Um, spam fried rice and a bunch of other stuff. It's got a lot of flavor in it. Mm-hmm. And that, and that, and that, it's also, you know, like you said, it's just spam. Spam's good. Yeah. It's just a little salty. So it's pairing yeah, it yeah. with things that are going to. Well, and that's the thing. It's like you can change the, the flavor yeah. of it. And they, they also have like less sodium spam now, too. Yeah. And like all weird dishes, you know, some of these just seem like a very, a very like white lady went into a kitchen and then came back out with horribleness, right? Like, like, like I can't imagine this from anybody else. Like, like No, you know what it is? It's, it's white lady went into the kitchen, realized that part of the turkey is burned and their dinner is ruined. So they're like, okay, I have to salvage this. Yes. So she makes a frozen jellied turkey vegetable salad. Yep. Which is exactly what you were describing with the cranberry souffle salad. It's literally, they were like, Okay, we're going to take the elements of what may be a stuffing, and then we're going to put it with no breadcrumbs, and then we're going to take that and put it in like Jello. a jelly mixture yep. with turkey, yep. and then that's going to be our replacement. Yep. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like, looking at this in the cranberry souffle, I was like, we don't need more gelatin. We need less gelatin yeah, in Thanksgiving. Turkey, turkey already has like a fat element to it. Yeah. So... If you take that out, you basically take the grease of the turkey and then you turned it into jello mm-hmm. instead. It's, uh, and you've chopped everything up and uh, then it's all now just a ring mold. Yes. And it's awful. So I think from now looking at our past, I think now we can go on a journey across the United States. I, I think we're going to get a better result out of this because this our, is all real food. <laughs> the, the palates of uh, our ancestors in terms of Americans did were not good. We've evolved past like, white, white lady cooking. We, we can, uh, yeah, no, it's, especially because there's a lot of mayonnaise also in uh, that. It's just, it was bad. You know, I'm not a big Friends person. Like, I watch through it all just because I'm like, well, might as well. The show? Friends? Yeah. yeah. But there was that one episode with the Thanksgiving, yeah. like, layered. Uh, the trifle. Yeah. Yeah. It was the seven-layer dip mixed with. Yeah. It was, it was supposed to be a, a sweet dish. And then she, uh, Rachel, got on the wrong page and put beef and peas and carrots in the seven layer trifle. Because that was a, what was that? What was the other thing? It was like a pot it, pie. Yeah, it was like shepherd's pie. Or oh, shepherd's. Like yeah, she did a half seven layer dip, yeah. half. No, sorry, half trifle, half. Uh, it was a pie. seven layer trifle with like the ingredients of like a meat. Yeah, fifty percent ingredients of a meat yeah. pie. It was. Uh, it was that's great what, though. That's what that was I, fantastic. That's I've what, never had it. But to see Joey's enjoyment. What he- yeah, with the Joey only. The Joey only. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like if I imagine Adventure Time and like uh, Jake's Perfect Sandwich. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, I don't know if that's going to be good. Like, that's a lot of ingredients on the sandwich. Hey. Except for the lobster sole. The lobster sole sounds delicious. Oh. Um, or like when Roger from American Dad like eats that bird, that the oh. French bird thing. Yeah. 
and like, that's actually like a legitimate a legitimate is, yes. thing though uh that like the experience of eating that bird you have to be like covered and uh, it's like a super <laughs> traditional you know thing what's, you know what's funny uh i would love to go into that at a different day is like very unique uh cooking dishes right um but some say it's because that dish is so sinful because you're literally eating a, a baby dove. Uh, sorry, like a dove or something. No, no, it's no, like the it's bird an actual bird. Yeah, the bird you're eating baby. is like it's yeah. like don't like you shouldn't eat that. Right. Um. But the other thing was like because it's such a messy thing since you're eating a bird. It's like that's why the the cloth was there to keep the mess towards you. Do, and, yeah, probably. Yeah. So, anyways, um, Thanksgiving meals from around the United States. Yes, let's go. So our first one, uh, we're gonna travel. start in the come, northeast. Come with us to no. Maryland, <laughs> Maryland, Maryland, to the world of German cooking. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so yeah, in Maryland they have. Uh, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Um, and you're gonna hear a lot of casual knowledge, probably made up knowledge that I say that uh, Maryland is a slightly German Germanic culture. No, there is there's German influence in the Northeast. Look at us. Yes, we did it. I believe that's where German chocolate cake came from. <gasps> like influencing the United German States was cake. from the Northeast. Delicious. Um, and also there is a um, I don't know which specific tribe, but there is a uh Native American influence there as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, it's the Northeast as yes. well. Um, so. In Maryland, they have some additional things they would like to add to Thanksgiving. And they usually add uh, sauerkraut. Okay. Which is extremely German. Richard, do you know what sauerkraut is? Uh, it's, it's stewed um, cabbage? Pickled cabbage, Ooh, I believe. Ooh, I think you're right. I think you, you looked it up. Yep. Uh, so they have sauerkraut, and the other big influence is crab cake. And crab cake, I was reading up, is actually like originally from native american cuisine yeah fermented cabbage fermented yeah yeah that's why yeah yeah yeah. so i was gonna say it's almost like kimchi but yeah it's that's why people have a strong reaction to sauerkraut yeah yeah if you have a strong reaction to fermented anything um and then the other one yeah crab cake has a native american lineage to it oh but the first recorded obviously Different of cultures. Uh, The first recorded instance of a crab cake recipe is from the 1930 um, cooking book by Crosby Gage, in which it just says Baltimore crab cake. And then it has the recipe for it sitting there. So, I mean, that also makes sense. Crab cake, nearly a hundred year old dish at this point. Yeah. Um, And then also because they have so much corn in Maryland, corn on the cob is awesome. (laughs) I mean... Corn of the cob makes sense. Maize and other stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's very influential. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny because corn is like. It's uh, corn. It's it's corn. Exactly. Uh, big love. No. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, like corn is kind of a national thing. Um, but certain places they do it over like they go overboard on corn. And it seems like, you know, Maryland's one of them. Uh, I know California has elements of that. But we are we grow other things, not just corn here. Yeah, the middle of the country is yeah, mostly it's more corn. yeah, more corn. Fruits. Uh, but yeah, California is like uh fruits, vegetables, nuts, lots of nuts, um, almonds, stuff like that. Yeah, and now we get aboard our car and we 
Ed. We drive nearby. To, ne- nearby. Because technically, New England is part of that area as well. <clears throat> yeah. So we drive on over to New England, and uh, they have what's called a hasty pudding. What's that? Um, a hasty pudding is a mixture of cornmeal, molasses, brown sugar, and other spices to make uh, the traditional British style pudding. Oh, okay. So, so it's like you, bread pudding. Yeah, you should not be imagining like <laughs> funny like the, Jello pudding. From, yeah, from the Jello company, uh, like the 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 black goopy stuff that you right. would find in a kid's lunchbox. Black, brown. <laughs> it's chocolate. <laughs> I don't know who's the having purple, black pudding. The purple goopy stuff. <laughs> Halloween pudding. Yeah, but black pudding is a thing. Yeah, f- I think black pudding literally is English pudding. It is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the the black the, the black br- bread stuff that kids have for lunch. <laughs> um, and uh, normally, because it's like hot, uh, hot bread, um, they put a dollop of ice cream on the top of it. That makes sense. And uh, honestly, those ingredients put together sounds very delicious. I hope that people listening to this are getting hungry while listening. Yeah, now that we've gone through the gross food, now we're actually <laughs> well, while well, we destroyed someone's appetite, and yeah. now we're like <laughs> we're getting back into it. Um, and then uh, additionally, they would change the typical um, Thanksgiving stuffing by adding clams or oysters, not just breadcrumbs. And then they would finish it off with like. A creamed onion soup or creamed onion uh, blank. Oh, okay. Instead of wait. no, no, just, oh, that's oh, a, that's just, just a creamed addition. onions is a thing. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, which all that makes sense, right? New England's right next to the coast. Um, they're already yeah, big, they're big on, on seafood. seafood. Yeah, yeah. So that makes a lot, a lot of sense. And now we're traveling uh, north. Uh, uh, well, east. No, sorry, west. East would be the ocean. Yes. West. Thanks, slightly that west. You, you know your geography more than me because I was about to say south. Um, so we're going off to New York and New Jersey, um, which I already mentioned bit. earlier, uh, actually has a huge Italian influence all throughout New York and New Jersey. Yes. Um, which is where like we get their unique accents from, yes. um, is the heavy Italian influence. Gabagool. Yeah, which has been slowly transformed, like. Taken the Italian accent and then like Americanized it like very heavily. Oh, 100%. Yeah, to where we were like, we got the, I, I feel like sometimes refined or posh Italian accent and then we get like the the down and dirty accent over here in America. Um, so they, they, you, they have a heavy Italian influence on their food too, which actually, Richard, we have in our family. Yeah. We've done that a couple times yes. for Thanksgiving. Uh, they would make manicotti. Do you know what manicotti is? That is the, um, pasta that has the filling correct yeah not, not like tortellini it's the no, long it's, pasta it's big shell uh big shell pasta yeah, yeah. and then you fill the shell up with, with some with like some ricotta, ricotta or something like that mi- yeah. and mix yeah. uh and then you bake it um they would also have i actually just watched uh oh what's her name nana uh on it, tiktok yeah nana, yeah, yeah. nana something yeah, yeah she I makes the bread about. yeah yes and she is sweet and lovely yes um i watched her she was making some thanksgiving food and like this was she had oh here's all the normal stuff you got the green beans you got the you know the the smattering of vegetables uh you've got the stuffing and then at the end it was like literally a whole table worth of pasta pastas um so New York and New Jersey they have a lot of pasta and then they have a lot of lasagna and then it was like interchangeable lasagna and big ziti well yeah because both of them are virtually the same yes, thing yes they're basically the same thing lasagna um, obviously has lasagna noodles versus ziti is the ZD noodles, Z- yeah. Z- Z- noodles. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then as an appetizer, uh, when guests would walk into a traditional Italian-American household, they would get the antipasto, or appetizer, sort of. Um, well, yeah. All of that is basically like which, a giant yeah. charcuterie board. Yes, exactly. Meats, cheeses, olives, and pickled veggies. Yep. So It's the same thing. <clears throat> it's interesting, because as we travel around on this East Coast side, you see the different influences. Like, we got the German influence. We have a slight Native American influence. We have a heavy Italian influence. And now we're going to travel back towards... Oh, uh, you know what? Actually, we'll, we'll do, I was gonna say, we'll do the northeast, northeast one. one. Yeah. Um. So some of these uh, I was finding were like more general, regional. Yeah, yeah regional area. Right. So the last one for the northeast. Technically, New England is a regional area as well, but yeah. Yes. Uh, the northeast, uh, they just have what's called cranberry relish, um, which I'm guessing instead of using pickles, you just relish up cranberries instead. If I'm not mistaken, actually, cranberry relish is the same thing as like cranberries, except for it's like chopped up and stuff like that yeah. in a relish. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Um, and then it's added. It's homemade one, so it's not the because we've we've had that before, by the way. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, remember. Someone has made that with the uh, orange zest in it. Yeah. Oh. I did. I did not know that, but yeah, that's very. It's like a handful of years ago. We've had it. Though. I probably was too afraid to try it because I was like, man. Hey, I, I the orange is definitely jarring. It was present. It yeah, was present because cranberry itself is already very tart, and then orange just has a different tart flavor. Yeah. So putting those two together is, it's a little. It's an acquired taste. Yeah, which is why it's a northeastern thing. I also it? don't like orange. So. Yeah, um, and then as well, it's usually like. Uh, I wasn't sure quite what this meant, but the their stuffing usually is made with sausage. And then what I was reading said, and pumpkin pie. So I was wondering if sausage they added... Sausage and pumpkin pie in their stuffing? Sausage makes sense to add to a... Because that's stuff. what we do. Yes. But I was like, I I hope I just didn't read that it was stuffing with sausage. And then they're like... They hey, also They also have pie. pumpkin pie. But I was also like thinking, I'm like, but wouldn't that be interesting to add in like chopped up pumpkin pie... Or like us. pumpkin pie filling into the yeah that would be actually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you could also crumble up the crust and throw that in. It would just replace the breadcrumbs. I I don't know. Just even the just the filling seems like it'd be interesting. It's like a different type yeah. of savory. Uh, because pumpkin pie filling still has that more. It's not as sweet. Uh, in fact, if you just put like squash, um, like the uh, like the pumpkin. Like pumpkin yeah, yeah. soup, huh? It's got like a savory sweet flavor. It would, to it. I'm sure it would be really delicious. Yeah. Um. So now we're gonna travel away <clears throat> from oh, the east coast. Uh, I do have like a couple other ones that are from the east coast, but they're all like kind of pie related. So we'll we'll come back to that. <laughs> um, Let's go to Texas. Yeah, we'll go to Texas. So Texas is unique because they're monsters over there. Um, <laughs> is they like to? I mean, it comes from a heavy barbecuing tradition, which is a su- southern tradition, which comes to us. From different parts of uh, Europe, uh, but mostly mostly barbecue. Though I would consider a lot of Southern cuisine very like I would say that's very traditional American. Oh, hundred um, percent. Like Southern cuisine is very unique to us here, yes. but it's been influenced. Like gumbo and stuff is from is kind of French, um, right? Yes. Right. Well, uh, it's Cajun influence, yeah. but it all uh, all Cajun cooking has French. French like roots. Yes, French roots. 
So, um, so you're going to see kind of some of this, but Texas is unique because they're just doing something. They're just, they're different. Uh, everything's bigger in Texas. Yes. And as bigger, they have to cook things in a bigger fashion, fashion. as well. More spectacle. Yes. So, uh, Texas is one of the few places, not, not the only place, but one of the few, few places where you'll find a lot of fried turkey. Um, and if you don't know why fried turkey is such a horrible thing, it's because, Notoriously, they will fry the entire thing of turkey at the same time. Yeah, they won't slice it up and then fry each no, bit no, no, because no. that would dry it out or something like that. So, the the main thing is is usually it's there's a preparation involved for fried turkey, um, even to the point where if they do like the specialized, you could put like a layer of butter underneath the skin and all this other stuff. Um, and the main thing is is you leave it as intact as possible, other than taking out the the stuff that'll explode if you leave it in there. And then they have this big old vat full of full of oil. And then they like put the turkey on a hook and they just drop it in. Uh, and fry the entire thing. Ugh. I think I, dad's done a fried turkey once. I'm it Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, problem the, so the problem is is uh being a bird, it's got crevices inside of there, which then as the turkey fries, can then create air pockets, which then can cause explosions. So uh, there's a lot of dangerousness associated with frying turkey or frying a bird in general, um, which I think they've made it a lot more safe and, you know, as technology has gotten better. But uh, the other thing is, is you're also talking about oil that is heated to a higher degree in which case in order to get the turkey back out of that oil because it's a large bird can have disastrous consequences and cause lots of burns yeah and funnily enough texas is one of the worst offenders for uh fried turkey related accidents i'm not surprised yeah and and it's just a huge waste of oil it's just like it really is because you're using it once yeah and then it's done i don't know why it reminds me of the aqua teen hunger force where they fry the whole cow yeah yeah the same bit and they do that in uh uh what's his face's pool yeah 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 (laughs) and it was very disgusting yeah and then they left the fry oil just sitting there because they were like well we We don't know what to do with it yeah they injected cheese in there Uh, yeah it was gross uh uh, another thing with um, Texas, of course, is and this was actually interesting, is that they would have uh, turkey tamales, which also makes sense because there's a heavy Latin uh, influence, Latin uh, Mexican influence over yeah. in. I mean, funnily enough, used to be part of Mexico, but oh, you know, yeah. um, it borders. Yes, and then uh, they also have cornbread dressing. So instead of croutons, they use cornbread. Oh, oh, oh! The dressing is in stuffing. Oh, sorry. Uh, Possibly. I don't really remember. That's what dressing is. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, instead of using breadcrumbs, they use cornbread instead. Yeah. That's uh, And that's pretty good, too. I've had that yeah. before. Uh, the I think the rest of this list is good. we can kind of go through kind of quickly. Is there any unique ones that are on the... Oh. Well, blue the, cornbread stuffing with chorizo. The, oh, the, another unique one was the next one that was actually coming up on the list, which is from the southwest and west, which is called Frog Eye Salad. Which is a oh. sweetened fruity pasta salad with asini, uh, pepe pasta, pineapples, mandarin orange, Cool Whip, and marshmallow topping. Which honestly, a weird name for a salad, but it's just a fruit salad. That's what I was gonna say. It sounds like a like a and then with a uh, like ambrosia topping. style. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, so that's exactly. It feels like ambrosia. 
And then they just had to use Cool Whip and Marshmallow as right. well. It's just like That's fine. trying to overdo it. Um, Jello salad is a popular dish in Utah that during makes Thanksgiving. Sense. Uh, blue cornbread stuffing with chorizo is a very popular thing on the West Coast. Um, with these, these, the rest of them uh, are pretty. Pumpkin empanadas. Yeah, pumpkin amazing. empanadas are from New York, uh, New York, New, new Mexico, Mexico, and in Arizona, as well as because they're New Mexico and Arizona with the Latin influence that they have, they spice up the turkey and the gravy with chili. Um, so they they add chili to the gravy and then they rub the turkey with uh, chili, um, chili, uh, <laughs> before they cook it. So it's it's got a, a spice spice ring to it. Um, when I was reading about the Midwest, they're just basic, <laughs> like like literally everything as was, traditional as possible. Yes, their their traditional thing was green bean casserole. Yeah, which is literally a Thanksgiving Generic. staple. Generic. Yes, it's just yeah. like hey, you know what our thing is. And the thing that everybody else does. Yes. We we have we have all only staples though. We don't we don't go crazy. Uh, their big the other crazy thing was wild rice casserole, and I was like, that's that st- sounds very traditional. Yes, like, but that's even that's like more rooted to Thanksgiving, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, interesting. Um, Wisconsin cheesy mashed potatoes. Well, Wisconsin, obviously. Yeah, they they just want to slip their dairy and cheese and everything. Of um, and then we get to a weird amount of pies. Uh, where sweet potato pie is a big thing in the South, along with mac and cheese. Sweet potato pie is amazing. Yes. And derby pie in Kentucky. Which is what? Which I think is like, uh, I was looking at it. It looked like a very either nutty or meaty pie. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure we've had it before. Look it up. Look it up. I will look it up. Um, we have pecan pie from Georgia. Um, uh, and then my dad and Richard's favorite pie Climb. Key lime pie. Climb pie. Well, also, that is just a Florida thing. That's not th- yes. Thanksgiving. Yes, but that's all I'm saying. Oh. It's, Derby it's, pie is chocolate and walnut tart. Oh, okay. That sounds uh, very... Oh, I have had that before. Yeah, yeah, you have. And, and yeah. when you look at it, it looks like a very thick dark, pie. Yeah, it's very thick dark pie. and thick pie. Um, And that's all, like... It's your and dad's, like, favorite pie because we, we have the Florida... Influence jeans, yes, the Florida jeans, yes, we wear those. Jeans we like to wear. Um, and no surprise, no surprise. Uh, southeast, uh, we have a heavy Cajun uh, influence. Louisiana being like the root of all of this. Uh, where they have gumbo, deviled eggs, and fried oysters during Thanksgiving. Oh, that makes sense. Also, cheap food to make a lot of. I mean, all oh of yeah, <laughs> gumbo like yeah. massive amounts um, and deviled eggs obviously yeah and i was like ooh, i would like to be i mean if they're if they got a whole new orleans the whole bag of oysters i'm sure fried oysters are really easy to make yeah uh i wanted to see what alaska's was but it, i i don't that's just straight up turkey yeah well they, they go just, out it's moose out, they go out and just shoot the turkey bring it in yeah and make it's, it it's that's easy. their thing yeah that they have to make it handmade yeah from, from they farm gene- to table. They genetically Except alter. Except for wild the to table. Yeah. Uh, Hawaii, their biggest thing was, uh, obviously, they have a very seafood Ooh. influence. They have uh, purple sweet potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Those are unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think are are actually from Okinawa. Uh, I, which I think so, were yeah. transferred over to Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, and then poke and sashimi. Sa- sashimis. And then they would make their turkey Kahlua style. So, like, in the ground. Yes. Well, theoretically. You yeah. could also do Kahlua style in your oven. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. 
which you just uh, take. Or do they wrap it you, in, the, in the leaves? That's what I was going to say. You, that's, that's what Kahlua style is. Uh, the extra steps of putting it in the ground uh, is a lot harder to do, even though you get a better taste from it. Oh, I'm at sure. Least to, to you me. get a ground, earthy uh, taste. Yes. Uh, Kahlua is where you wrap something in eucalyptus leaves. Uh, you stuff a bunch of... Look that it's up. A, I don't think it's eucalyptus. It's not eucalyptus? No, I think it's like banana leaf. I think you're right. I think it is banana leaf. Because it's a very waxy leaf. Yeah. yeah. It's just supposed to be like a thick leaf that well, look, look, keeps uh, the direct heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you also stuff in a bunch of, you know, various veggies and things. Hold on. Also, eucalyptus is very flammable, so that wouldn't make sense why it's not <laughs> eucalyptus. <laughs> <laughs> So first you incinerate your food and then you eat the ash that's left over. Hold on. Um, and so like that's most of the unique things. Oh, it looks like it could be tarot leaves, but tarot leaves. Yeah, hold on. Interesting. I did not know that. Kaluba style pork. Hold on. Hold on. We're holding. No, you you keep going. Well, uh, well, that's the last thing from uh, across the different states. Uh, the last thing is in California, we are very health conscious here. And so a lot of our things are very health conscious as well. We have turkey sausage with sourdough stuffing. Sourdough stuffing being the biggest California thing here. It's taro leaves. It is taro leaves. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, salad with citrus and vegetables. Uh, grilled turkey. Uh, baked turkey. Um, anything that is health conscious. And, of course, you got to have your glass of wine here in California. Um, adding in the various other Western traditions. I think this is Northwestern, which is mushroom gravy and Brussels sprouts. So, yeah, shredded Brussels sprouts are a big thing. Uh-huh. So that that was our trip across the United States. Uh, seeing that, uh, you know, everybody's version of Thanksgiving is very different because everybody's growing up in different cultures. Um, and uh, there's one other culture that celebrates the word thanksgiving the in day the day sense. of thanksgiving and that's canada um, So we will talk about that yeah independently um, in another episode because not only are we going to talk about canada but we'll talk about globally yes and we'll talk about globally not thanksgiving but other things that are like thanksgiving right um that that are basically holidays for gratitude giving thanks yes giving thanks <laughs> Um, and I would like to leave you with like a few Canadian ones because we're going to talk about the history of uh, Canadian, Canadian Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, which is actually older than the United yes. States Thanksgiving. Um, they have two that I looked up, which is Newfoundland. Yes. Newfoundland. Newfoundland. New- Newfies. Um, they have something called the Jigs Dinner. Uh, Jigs Dinner. Uh, I hope that is not some weird slur I'm saying because uh, it kind of <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> Who you call it a jig? Not not to be confused with craft dinner. <laughs> yes, um, which is a boiled meat dish with split pea pudding on the side, which sounds weird. Um, but that's just me. Which I'm not kind Canadian. of pudding? Sure. That's, um, that's and then the another question. one is from Ontario with a replaced pie with butter tarts. Oh yeah, I mean, there's mm. butter pie. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the just, tart is just a small pie, just butter. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna take a look at Canada. And other various uh, secretly, grand- by the way, butter tarts is just a croissant. <laughs> it's just. Is it though? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'm just saying a butter tart. They obviously the dough well, is different because it's a pie t- dough. Tarts are just a- tiny pies, but they're also tart, 
and not sweet because the point of a tart is to be tart. Usually. Um, so they, they're usually still, they have an element of sweetness to them, but they're usually like a little biting. Like when you eat it, you're like, Ooh, well, yeah, the dough itself though is like pie dough. Yes, yeah, to... exactly. But it's still a filling. It kind of right. looks like a tiny pie, but the taste is different. Yeah. So, hand uh, pie. I hope you join us next time uh, where we dive into this stuff because this was very weirdly interesting to look at. To go like, all right. I mean, like the way we celebrate Thanksgiving is actually closer to this uh, because we usually have a variety of things from many different cultures in our Thanksgiving. The biggest one being Italian influence. Yes. Because um, we always do a lot of pasta for one of the, like, Thanksgiving. We also do that for Christmas as well, so. Well, Christmas for sure. We yeah. go down that Oh, right. that, I don't know if we've done that either. So maybe this will be a food-centered next couple of months. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I like food. <clears throat> I hope you like one food, One could argue. Too. I love food. Yeah. Uh, and if you are enjoying our, our discussions about food or our podcast, uh, please like, subscribe, share our content. Um as it helps us uh, just get our name out there. All of our uh, TikToks are up to date and unless we're going to release one for this week. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, with our ADHD brains. Yeah. Um, yeah, just sharing sharing the word. If you like us, if you think somebody else would like us, that, that just helps us out uh, in general because we're mainly spreading through word of mouth as we start to slowly remember to do the rest of our social media. Go us. Uh, oh, side note also, if you liked our weird, messed up Halloween theme song thing, let, let me know. I I threw out our original plan and then I went with that. So if you liked it, great. If you yeah. didn't, tell me anyway. Yeah. Well, if you like it, maybe we'll do more things for other holidays. We could do or, weird. Or we theme thing. If Christmas want, bells for December. Yeah. Strange uh, turkey squawks in November. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but Caca. thank you. Everybody, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Thanks.